I want, I want, I want me, 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 mine, 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 now, now, now. You know you're responsible for what you hear. You know you're responsible for what you hear. Greetings and welcome to Thoughts from Meharry Head, the weekly podcast where I talk about, well, whatever happens to be bouncing around inside my head at the moment, but mostly focusing on constitutional issues and political decentralization. This is episode 76 of Thoughts from Meharry Head, and I appreciate you tuning in. This week, I'm going to talk about political hypocrisy. feel like the entire world has flipped on its head. On the one hand, conservatives, at least of the Trump-supporting variety, are all of a sudden huge fans of Russia. Now, having grown up in the Cold War era, to me it's just weird. I guess I have this this impulsive uh, reaction that Russia's the bad guy, even though I don't really think they necessarily are at this point in time. But it's just really strange to see the right pro-Russia. And I've got to be honest, I'm pretty certain these people would be all, Russia is a dangerous totalitarian dictatorship. Go NATO! If their guy wasn't about to take office. Now, of course, the hardcore neoconservatives are still gung-ho, let's fight Russia. You can always count on those people to support a war. But what's weird is suddenly the left has gone full neocon. The other day, I had a progressive friend tell me I should be concerned about Russian hacking because John McCain said so. John freaking McCain. That's who the progressive is telling me I need to listen to. I mean, this guy, has there ever been a war that he was against? I don't think so. And, you know, now all of a sudden, people on the left are, are telling me that, oh, the CIA said and, and the U.S. intelligence services have complete certainty that the Russians hacked the election. Yeah, these same people had complete certainty that Iraq had weapons of mass destruction. I mean, like I said, it's just it's just like bizarro weird. And then you've got the the left suddenly uh, becoming big fans of states' rights and talking about secession. I, it's actually funny to me. I really just kind of want to point at them and go, neo Confederate racists, because you know that's what they've been calling people like me for all of these years. But now that somebody's in charge that they don't like, now that federal power is in the hands of a bad guy, suddenly they're going to be all states' rights and limited government. It's just, uh, it's kind of amusing. 
You know, here's the problem. There are no principles in American politics. Everybody gets so wrapped up in various cults of personality, they can't even recognize their own rampant hypocrisy. This this inconsistency just drives me batty. And I have to be honest, it's probably because I used to be one of these inconsistent thinkers. You know, they say that that the uh, the things that you realize in yourself, things that you recognize in yourself, those are the things that really get under your skin. So maybe that's why this kind of hypocrisy drives me crazy. Because I used to be that neocon that you know talked about being a great Christian and 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 being for life and and all of these virtues, and yet I was cheerleading every war. So, you know, I've done my share of hypocrisy, and and I'll be honest, I probably still have some blind spots. But, you know, here's the thing. The thing that, the thing that I find hardest to stomach is this moral indignation that the left has when it comes to Trump. I mean, don't get me wrong. The right has its own share of this, but lately it's been the left that's just really been driving me crazy. I get it. Trump is awful. I don't disagree with that. But the thing is, he's no more awful than the candidate they just supported or the outgoing president they revere, for that matter. A few weeks ago, a Huffington Post columnist whose name I really don't even want to try to pronounce, Michelangelo is his first name, he wrote this open letter. You may have seen it. It was an lo- open letter to a long-time, long-distance friend who voted for Trump. And the guy basically said he could no longer associate with this individual because of his vote. He said, how could I continue a friendship with you knowing that you voted for rolling back my rights as a gay man? Most of Trump's cabinet choices are vehemently opposed to LGBT rights and the rights of millions of women and people of color. He goes on, building a moral case for disassociating with Trump supporters, no matter what reason they may have had for casting their particular vote. You're too informed, too aware to have just blindly followed Trump, and my only conclusion is that the dark, ugly bigotry of this man was dismissed by you, tolerated by you. That's unacceptable. You get the idea. Trump's character and his potential policies are so deplorable, this guy can't, in good conscience, associate with anybody who tolerates them. Now, he's not alone. This open letter resonated strongly with many progressives and many people on the left. And I can certainly understand why they revile Trump. Like I said, I get it. He's awful. And while I wouldn't take this approach myself, I can appreciate this guy's willingness to stand on principles and disassociate from a person that he believes holds morally reprehensible views. Here's my problem with all of this. These same people support a warmonger. Now, Trump has said a lot of revolting things, but his words pale in comparison with the policies Hillary Clinton actually had a hand in implementing. Hillary was the principal architect of regime change in Libya. We came, we saw, he died, she joked. She supported and actively pursued regime change in Syria, a disastrous policy that helped empower ISIS, a policy that resulted in the deaths of thousands of innocent people. She rattled sabers at Russia during the campaign. Her foreign policy positions were so aggressive, she became the darling of neoconservative warmongers, and I will Post a link to a column that talks about this, a column from somebody on the left, actually. 
On top of that, these same people support Barack Obama. I've seen many who condemn Trump as a monster literally fawning over the so-called peace president, a man with a kill list. In fact, Obama and Clinton directed foreign policy virtually identical to George W. Bush. You know, the guy these same progressives decried as a war criminal. And honestly, rightly so. So let me get this straight. The same people who want to stand on some kind of moral pedestal and disassociate from people because they supported a guy who says nasty things. These people have no problem actively supporting murderers. They wag their fingers at Trump voters for tolerating Trump's dark, ugly bigotry while completely dismissing the actual violence unleashed on the world through policies of Clinton, Obama, and their minions. I don't get it. Tom Woods made a similar observation after reading this headline, Gospel Singer's Ellen Appearance Canceled After Anti-Gay Sermon. Tom said, oddly, I have never read this headline. Hillary Clinton's Ellen appearance canceled after she destroyed two countries. The same celebrity leftists who pride themselves on being on the morally superior side of every issue, who stand up for the despised and rejected, really couldn't care less when the despised and rejected are non-Americans. These people are hypocrites of the worst kind because they combine their hypocrisy with this sense of moral superiority. They think they're better than everybody, but really, they're not. I've got to admit, I'm not impressed with their selective moral outrage. Get some principles, people. Well, that's it for this episode of Thoughts from Meharry Head. We're another 10 minutes closer to freedom. I really appreciate you listening. If you enjoyed the show, do me a favor and spread the word. Make sure you head over to iTunes and subscribe to the podcast for free if you haven't done that already. And feel free to send me any thoughts or ideas at michael.meharry at 10thamendmentcenter.com. Thanks again for listening, and I'll talk to you next week.